When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? It's opinion. I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. Welcome to Rodri Gigs on Football. We are here to talk non-stop football for the next hour or so. If you're listening to the audio version, then you're listening through the Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first and only all-sports podcast network featuring a range of podcasts from all different sports. So do check them out if you haven't already. And, uh, of course, I'm delighted to be joined uh, by the man himself, ex-Salford City winger, ex-Banger City winger, ex-FC United winger, played all over the shop. He's been around the block. How are you, my friend? Mr. Rodriguez. Winger, winger, stroke, strikers, played half and half of all them clubs. Yeah, I'm, mate, I'm surprised you haven't dropped to like a CDM these days, like just spraying it about. <laughs> well, that's Funny enough, that's where I play now for my charity team. Just, oh, is it? Just, yeah, just, just getting everything going and just breaking forward when we need a goal. Absolutely, got a game. Got a game Sunday with an Albion. Play the play the game. Play the game. I'm gonna play this game. Play the game about three or four weeks ago, and these kids come out. Oh, so busy, just so busy mm-hmm. kicking everyone. Mate, just relax. Got no shin pads on. Chill out. Why not? Play <laughs> the game. You're all strapped up there. You got cricket pads on. And hang on, a, hang on a minute. You got sent off in a charity game, didn't you? Yeah, but that was that that was uh that was a long time ago that. Yeah. It wasn't for a two footer either, was it? It was for, no, it wasn't for throwing, two footer throwing the pencil. No, it wasn't for two footer, it was um for, for, um <laughs> the referee was gonna book me, so I took the pen off him and threw it at his head. <laughs> That's why I got sent off. <laughs> I did apologise at half time. It's too late then, isn't it? 
Yeah, well, it's not probably, because probably cost the charity that. thousands. I did. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Um, on the on the subject of charity, mate, we do obviously doing the Super Six Prediction League again this year uh, for the, raising a bit of money for charity this season, as well as running the charity Super Six. We're also doing the the FPL Fantasy Football League. Uh, we're raising money for the charity for the Free Kicks Foundation, uh, a nationwide charity that provides terminally ill, bereaved, and disadvantaged children with a special day out at their favourite football club. Which I think is an uh, that's an awesome charity, I got to say. And uh, after week one, the man who puts it all together and sets himself up, Will Melius, is top of the football premier, the fantasy football league with ninety points. Ex Cardiff City striker Gavin Gordon. Top of the Super Six League with 19. A good start for the boys. But uh, there's a long way to go before we crown the champions, of course. But how did myself and Rodri do? Well, uh, Rodri scored four points in the Super Six. And uh, Simon scores a massive nine. So just like last year, already got a lead. Racing away with it. It's all over. Um, Rodri hasn't entered the, fi- the Fantasy Football League yet. So he scored no point. I scored 51, though. Not a bad effort. Well, I, I'm yeah. actually in that. I'm actually in that. So my my actual points are fifty six. So it's not yeah. very good. That's that. Yeah. Look, I'm as I said to you the other day, mate. I'm so bad at fantasy football that yeah. you might have a chance of like getting. Some... I had a I had a I had a stinker that last year. I mean, the stinker. So it's just carried on. I was going. Didn't you say you finished bottom of all your like all the yeah. leagues you went made? Yeah. Didn't I? Yeah. Shocking stuff, mate. Shocking. Um. But that's the thing. And if you guys want to test your football knowledge against our predictions, then please do join our Super Six League. Raise money for charity. To do that, if you go into the YouTube chat right now, uh, Will Melius is in there. You can get the details from him or you can contact us and we'll give you the details to join. Raising money for a good cause. Try your football knowledge against myself, Rodri, and a whole host of other ex-footballers and, and people. Just the people. Raising money for a good Good cause. Mate, there is a lot to talk about on the football front. It's only the first week of the season, Premier League, second in the Championship, but I feel like there's just loads to discuss. Um, Arsenal have won the league already, if you go on social media, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> same, same, same as Newcastle. Um, look, it was a, an interesting opening week to the, to the Premier League, but I think... People got this weird, like, short-term memory thing of like they don't remember previous years. Like, the first couple of weeks are always a bit all over the shop. Like, some teams are not quite up to speed, injuries, whatever from preseason. There's always a bit. You always get the odd result or performance, which is a bit out there. Anyway, uh, who stood out for you, mate, over the, the first game? And so, some, some have, and some teams have better preseason than others, you know. Players coming in and out, it's difficult to gel. Uh, like Chelsea, the amount of players that come in and out of there. I've seen a list of players before, don't know half of them. I admit it's insane. But then i got to say, with Pochettino in there now, and you look at their midfield, I think uh, not many teams have got a better midfield than that. You've got like Angel Fernandez. They need to focus on because they couldn't score goals. Yeah. Well, they haven't got. They still haven't got a striker, have they? It's uh, it's crazy. But um, got a few season I've seen that looked like he could, he can score. So if, if he he looked half decent, and every time I watched him, he was scoring. So I know it's only pre season, but uh, it's still still too early. What's the first game of the season? Yeah, 
I'm just watching the second one now. Forest beating Sheffield United 1 0. Still early. Wait till like five, six, seven games in. Yeah, yeah, it's. You know, the, the games come thick and fast now. You know, our season started on the 29th of July, so we're like seven games in already. Mm-hmm. No, that's just going to ask you. Sorry, mate. Um, I was going to say, you know you said about travel and like, uh, sorry, you said about pre-season. One thing I did notice is some of the teams who travelled to America in pre-season, I didn't think they looked fit, their players. Their players looked a bit leggy and a bit tired. Like you look at United and Wolves, United's players looked a bit leggy. Wolves looked fit and sharp and ready to go and, and they were everywhere. They had a lot of energy. And I think they only played one game outside of the UK in their preseason. So Listen, when you, everyone's been away on holiday, right? Mm. And, and been to America and then come back and been jet lagged. So that was like, a, 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 what, a week ago? Before this first first season, that's yeah. gonna take effect. I don't care what anyone says. Everyone's been jet lagged. You don't just get over it in a week. It takes like mm. two or three weeks to get back your body clock. Back because some of them looked it, they were terrible. They were, were really, really bad. bad. Yeah, um, we we're lucky, lucky to get away with a one 0 win. But you know that's what I put it down to. I'm thinking to myself, why? How can it be so bad? And then thinking to myself, wait a minute. When I come back from Vegas. I was like, it's like I was pissed for like 10 days. You just don't know what, mm. it's it's weird. It messes with your yeah. head. And like they tra- they they didn't just travel to America and stay in one place either. They traveled. Well, it was out there for America, a long time. So they, would have, yeah. they would have acclimated to the, the body clock. So then they got a readjust in like an hour. I mean, like in a, in, a, in a week. It's difficult. So that's the only thing I could put it down to. Because they were so bad. But ultimately, I think the clubs make so much money from these pre-season tours that they're never going to stop them. Mm. They, they just were, they make too much money from it. And they were West but Coast as well. And they're West Coast as well, which is nine hours behind. Such a, such a long, like, just travel and the rest of it. It's not good preparation. I don't care what anyone says. It's not good preparation to then go into the season. But... You know, teams are going to do it, and I guess we'll see how it affects them going Washington forward. They're in New Jersey as well, so that's the East Coast, so they're all over America, so it's a lot of travelling as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. They didn't just go to, you know, didn't just, like, go to wherever and stay there. They were travelling across America, like, while they were doing it. Yeah, yeah. Just... they were West Coast, and then they played in New Jersey, which is East Coast. So, yeah, they were, it was all over the show. It's a lot of travelling as well. Everyone's travelled. It takes it out, yeah. Yeah, and look, I, you know they're not the only team who did it. Like, there's a couple, a uh, couple of teams who did it, and it's. I just think it's not ideal preparation for the season. But like I say, they're going to do it. Um, I think United still need at least one midfielder, don't they? Like, I think they need that someone in there who can do similar to Casemiro, but also a bit more progressive. Because yeah, they I did get, they got overrun in that system the way they played. They, they do. But um, I think they they have to Amr- Avrat, Amrat. Amrabat, Amrabat, yeah, Amrabat. you got to get it over the oh. line. And people seem to uh, wow, people he got a bad injury in pre-season, but he would have been, had a big part to play in his first team this year. I thought it with Kobe Manu. Yeah, but um, looks like Wait. he'll be back in two or three weeks. So they looked like they were lining Kobe Manu up to play 
alongside Casemiro in the you know when they needed that extra bit of per control no, people, protection. Yeah, people really outside the club won't really know about him. So yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, they got to get Hoyland fit, haven't they? they got to get a striker up there because, yeah, like, I know I Rashford can do a job. They'll, they'll drip him in now in the next week or so. He must, I don't, he know, must, I don't know. He must have been, they're saying he's not fit. He must have been fit because he was, he was getting ready to play a pre-season game for Atlanta. So, he's just yeah. not up to speed. I'm getting well, told. They, I think... They've someone said they've or I read somewhere that he they found a, like a hot spot in his back which could lead to a stress fracture. But oh, to okay. me, to me, that sounds like they want to kind of drip him in because it's not an injury yeah. as such, it's like a potential injury. So, yeah. I, look, I don't know, like, I you know, I obviously don't know if there's anything to it, but I think Rashford can play through the middle, but I just think the team looks better with him on the left. He looks more happy no, on the he's back. No good, he's no good with his back to goal. Yeah, he needs. He, he's at his best when he isolates the fullback one on one. And I think he's no, he's no good with his back to goal. But I tell you, who did look good for United. It was one of the few. I thought. Um, I thought the keeper did well, and I thought Wambasaka did well. But I thought Sancho looked really sharp yeah. when he came on, and he actually injected a bit of life into the attack, and and he looked good. Yeah, he's Would looked you, sharp all three seasons, to be honest. So. But would you uh, so while how Hoyland's not there, would you play him as the kind of false nine as they did in pre-season? We tried with that in pre-season and um He scored, didn't he? He scored and he did all right doing it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it depends who you're playing against. Really does depend who you're playing against. But um really uh, Manchester United should have a centre form with it. Of course they it. should, yeah. Don't forget got Marshall who's on the bench, so you can do that. Yeah, I do. I think Martial's not far off fitness as well, so I wouldn't be surprised if Martial's back in there for the Tottenham game, which is obviously going to be a difficult one. What do you make of Harry Maguire's move to West Ham falling through? Uh, yeah, it's like to me. Well, I'll let you have your, you, you have your say. Go on, have your say. Obviously, you want to go. It's plain simple. It was obviously both two clubs obviously spoke to each other and. It, and he said, no, I want to stay at Man United. What can you do? Like, I don't see his... I Unless don't, the manager says, listen, you're not in my plans, go. And he's not said that, so... But he's done everything but say that. Like, And I'm sure privately he's probably told him, you know, your fourth choice, mate. But publicly, uh, 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 he hasn't... Uh, uh, England centre-back fourth choice. He's probably happy with that. But if he, look, but I would argue, injured, it's not a bad choice to have, is it? Is it? I, think oh, I mean, no. So it, like, there's, there's a, there's a, there's not all downsides to it. You know, he can still do, the first two years at, at Manchester United, he, he was very good. As soon as that stuff happened, stuff happened in Greece. After that, he was, yeah, suspect. So there is a good player in there as a reserve centre half. I take him every day of the week. But from he, if you look at it from his point of view, right? If if Johnny Evans accepts that one year deal, you could argue because Ten Hag likes the left footer on one side, the right footer on the other side. You could argue he's like sixth choice because he lost. Bailly's gone. Uh, no, Bailly's not gone. The deal fell through. Yeah, but he's, yeah, he's on his way he out. Should be, shouldn't he? Yeah, yeah he's on his yeah. way out. Uh, Jones has gone. There's two. I know he didn't, he's never played, but there's two centre halves. He's got Lindelof, Varane. 
Martinez, Martinez. Maguire. That, that's what. But then Luke Shaw will play on the left. Luke to balance up with his left foot. Yeah. And obviously, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Johnny Evans. I wasn't a big fan of Johnny Evans when he was at United the first time. So That's interesting. Because I, I think he suits the way United want to play more yeah. than Maguire does. But then I don't know whether he's... I've just been relegated last year. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But then if I'm Harry Maguire, I know that if I don't play this year, Levi Corwell's taking my place in the starting 11 for England. So well, that's, that's the choice he's made, stay at Manchester United and not move to us, Dan. That's the decision he's made. He still, does say he'll still get games. There's still cup games. Yeah, and, there's loads of games to play in there. And lots and lots of games. So he'll get games. But he just wants to start number one. He's not he, didn't, he didn't seem to fancy West Ham, did he? Like, from the no. start, he never seemed to yeah. quite fancy it. Some people don't want to live in London. Yeah, not a lot. There's a lot of people saying, oh, I want to live in London. But there's some people that don't want to live in London. They don't like that busy lifestyle. That, that. They're like, no. Bit of calmness. He's, he's from Sheffield, so you know, he might live in the sticks or he might like the peace and quiet. Mm. Not for me, that London. Yeah. What worried you the most about that United performance? Like, I know because it's such, a, you know, it's early doors, so it didn't mean a great deal. They got to win. But, like, when you looked at it, what was the most? Wolves look a fitter team. That's mm. why I only put it down to you no, know, they're, they're, they're feeling it jet lagged, tired, and they're feeling it. Yeah, I think so. I've, I thought the, the front three. I think, I think Mason and Bruno, although they've got lots of energy, no, they don't. It's the, no, they left Casemiro isolated. Yeah. Once that kid kept on breaking, he was he was quick him and we couldn't live with him. Yeah, I thought like one of them would have played more a bit deeper. I assumed that Bruno might play a bit deeper because he did that last year and he did it quite well. And they just both seemed to be like pressing and they just left Casemiro on his own. But um, I thought the front the most worrying thing I thought was the front three. All three of them didn't look up to speed, they made bad decisions when they got into good positions, or at least the wide players did. They just didn't look sharp. But I mean, it's early doors. Like I also I almost say, like in the first couple of games, just get as many points as you can because you're gonna get better as the season goes, nine times out of ten. You might have a bad season, but like they're gonna get better as they play more and they and they get fitter and sharper. But Tough game against Spurs, like even though Spurs with no Harry Kane, it's a good game to have. There's always historically open, lots of goals. Yeah, uh, uh, we all don't jinx and that's a nil nil. Or, mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> no, it's a good game to have. Spurs, it'll be it'll be open game, good atmosphere, great pitch, great ground. Uh, half past five, perfect time for kickoff. Yeah, be uh, looking forward to that one. Who um? What teams like stuck out for you on the weekend? Like where you were like, oh hello, right, and just carried on. It's mad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Considering what they've lost, like their yeah. first choice midfield. Yeah, and they've probably earned like two hundred odd million pounds from the players they've got, if not more. Yeah, and fun. yeah, they're still you know four one away, four one home win. I was trying to think who they've brought in to like. You know, offset because he because they've got some really good players. You know, watch out for this Ferguson this year, the young kid. 
Yeah, I think he'll, he'll, score, he'll be he'll be he'll score a few goals. Uh, the Scottish kid, um, and yeah, they've got some good players. Newcastle as well. I thought they, they think they do that. Uh, all this stuff like Moneyball. Yeah, yeah. I think they do this, something similar like that with 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 the players that they bring in. He fits that bill, right? Does he do that? How many how many kilometers does he run a game? Yeah, that's what we need. Boom. Uh, how many crosses do the yeah, boom. And whatever they're doing, mate, it works, doesn't it? Like they yeah. just got this, yeah. they just seem to just keep churning and finding these players and like to lose any club, if you lose your two first choice central midfielders, they're gonna struggle, aren't they? And yeah, um, they've still got they've still got uh, Marsh. Um, they've still got um, Billy Gilmore. The soldiers have got this Ferguson. They've still got the, the most of the defence has stayed there, which was very good. Keepers decent. They've got Welbeck, who's got wealth of experience up there, and he's dangerous and was very good last year, especially against United. So, you know, they've got a nucleus of a good team, and obviously they'll bring a, a bit of, a bit of something else that they've obviously brought in for, in the summer that they've actually replaced the players that they let go. So. And they got um, Mito- they still got Matoma as well, isn't he? Good manager and a good coach, so yeah, yeah, Matoma as well, and Estupian, and yeah, they yeah. got some quality yeah. players. Pedro, they signed as well. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird one, like because they don't seem to have signed anyone, like where you're like, oh wow, he's going to do well, but they just seem to keep finding these players. You can't fault their uh, their scouting. Um, look, Newcastle. It's difficult to not look at their result. Scored five goals, you know, did very well. And look, they've signed some big names. They signed some good players, which seemed on paper to suit the way that Eddie Howe wants to play. And they've also signed this uh, this Chelsea teenager, Lewis Hall, on loan, but because of financial fair play, he's on loan, and I think it's thirty million at the end. He's uh, you know, Chelsea. I tell you what, they people say how much they've spent. They made so much money from sales this year. They've sold so many players. Right, but they've spent three hundred and forty million as well. Yeah, of course they are. Well, this is it. I don't know how. This is what I don't understand about financial fair play. How can Chelsea spend what they spent in January and what they've spent this summer, but United can't afford to find thirty million? Spent nearly a billion quid, it? Spent nearly, nearly, it's probably nearly spent a billion quid in a, in a, in a year. Less you, than can't, a year. you can't tell me that Chelsea bring in more money than United do, like each year in terms of incoming or whatever. You, you tell it's, me. It's bizarre, mate. Honestly, I don't get. I don't, do not understand the financial fair play no. because I'm looking at a club the size of United and they can't find thirty million to sign out, get this Amrabat deal over the line. Like they've got to sell players, and Chelsea is still after a striker. They still they tried to sign Alicia from Palace, but Palace threatened them with legal action, so that fell through. So now they're after Brennan Johnson. Like they're not stopping, you know. They've got they got Lavia and Casado. Completely ruins Liverpool's plans by signing both the players they wanted. It's uh, it's crazy. I am um, mate. I I worry for Liverpool. I do this year. Like I know, look, they got a great manager. They've got a good, really good attackers. You'd think that Van Dijk will be 
find his feet and be decent again, although defensively they were terrible last year. But, like, they've lost a lot of experience in the middle. They've brought in McAllister, who's a quality player. They've brought in this Endo now from Stuttgart for 16 million. But, like, you don't know how he's going to do, really. Like, he's not the... He's not a Casado or a Lavia who's played in the Premier League before. I just think they they really lack it. They need a solid defensive central midfielder to replace Jordan Henderson and James Milner, who they've lost, who they played as in that role. You know, it's it's a lot of experience as well. Uh, around the dressing room, you know, it's if Liverpool don't get a good start, I fear from you know they've got yeah, ball, I, got for Holmes. Week Saturday, so it's a good one for them to to get there, fill the boots. They struggle yeah, they, there, and I'll worry for them. After that, then they've got Newcastle away and Villa at home. So I mean, you know, they've got to make sure they don't slip up against Bournemouth because they will be under pressure then going into yeah. that Newcastle game. Um, will in the comments said that uh, James Madison looked really good for Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good player, mate. I remember watching um, at, at United at Old Trafford first game of the season. Um, he was playing for Norwich then, and uh, thought to myself, "That'd be a good player to buy now." But he just signed for Norwich. It was his first game, and he was by far the best best player for Norwich. One of the best players on the pitch, in fact. And uh, but yeah, that was when he played for Norwich. So I always liked James Madison. Plays football, but plays the right way. He's uh, technically good. Scores free kicks. Uh, yeah, look, him and Son and some of the others. You know that Kulovsky. They're all really good technical footballers. They got a bit of speed. Got a bit of guile about them. But then they just haven't got like they surely they're not going to rely on Richarlison to be their their goals all season because well, Brazil do. But they've got a lot of quality attacking players around him. Like what better Neymar. than Son? Yeah, they got Neymar. They've got Anthony. They've got all these other ridiculous oh, players. Not, you have Anthony over Son. I, <laughs> I give you that one, but I, from a footballing point of view, I'd have Neymar over Son. I can't think of the Brazilian players, but you know we know they've got. Yeah, but no, I, I wouldn't have. I'd have Son over Neymar every day of the week. Neymar's a funny. Uh, I don't know. Like we've, I get what you're saying, and he's, I'm not. A, but Vinicius Junior, Joe Linton, he's got Saudi Arabia. What does that tell you about him? Yeah, that's true. Right, yeah, okay. I will. But all right, Rodrigo, Joe Linton, Vinicius Junior. You know, these are all players Vinicius who score Junior, goals. I'll, I'll give you that, Vinicius Junior, Martinelli, Pedro. Yeah. Yeah. Like all these players play with Richarlison, don't they? So you know, yeah. Gabriel Jesus. And they've probably got better defense as well. So yeah, I just worry for Tottenham in terms of will they score enough goals? I gotta be honest. Like I, it's not. I think they've got some really good players. They gotta get a number nine. They've well, yeah, they have to, they have to, they can't rely on. He's gone. They can't rely on anymore. They have yeah. to step up. So these players have to step up. And they probably have to bring someone in as well. Let's be face it, you can't get rid of Harry Kane and not replace with anyone. No. And while you've got hundred million pounds in your bank, you've still got you've got to you've got to bring someone. I thought they'd bring in Tony, even though he's banned. 
Well, uh, I'm surprised no one has taken a gamble on him, to be honest, because yeah, you could have no, got so. him cheaper now. Yeah, no, so, uh, but who knows? Still time they, in the window. They have, good, they have a good start, and they, they may do, but I think I feel they'll need someone straight away. They've been linked with Brennan Johnson. Forrest are asking 40 million for Brennan Johnson. Brentford, Forrest, and Chelsea apparently are interested. Um, I think, you know, he's a quality player, Brennan Johnson. I think he can, if he goes to the right club, he'll go on and be even better. But I'm not sure he's what Tottenham needs. If, do you know what I mean? Like, he's quite similar to a James Madison or a, or a Kulaveski. Like, he's even Son, he's not an out and out number nine. He's more of a like a wide attacking player or a deep attacking player. I'm not sure that's what they need. I think they need, for lack of a better term, like a Harry Kane style. You know, you need they need a striker, but yeah. maybe they'll get someone in. They've been linked with Fatty, haven't they? From um, from Barca, but right. he's also he's also been linked with United, Arsenal, Tottenham. United bought someone from today from Barcelona. Who did United? United, yeah. Well, like a youngster, was it? Like, uh, yeah, I've seen it today. So I don't know if it, I thought is that for the women's or for the men. But United have bought a forward from Barcelona. Yeah. See if you can get it up. Yeah, you are. You'd Man United make statement signing of Barcelona twenty twenty three star, um, twenty four year old Barcelona striker Gaze. Uh, for this for the women's team, but looks right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, do you think United will bring anyone in before the window closes? Yeah, I think that that Amber will come in. Liverpool trying to hijack it, in they? But apparently, yeah, a couple of the reliable, a couple of the reliable journalists said yesterday that he's he has spoken to Liverpool, but at the moment he still wants United. Like to be fair to him. If you believe these guys, the reliable guys, they've all said he's turned down like about five or six clubs now because he wants to go to United and he's got an agreement with them. He's literally just waiting for them to come back. So if they drop the ball and he ends up going somewhere else because, you know, yeah, they've taken be, so long. So, yeah, I think, I think I'll end up at United, especially if, you know, if they have a bad result or, you know. And it looks like this Mason Greenwood's thing's catching getting a bit of traction as well. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? Like, they, um, they've they just fumbled the way they've handled it for me. Like, they're, not, they're testing the water. If they wanted to get rid of him, it would have, it would have been gone months ago. So but also... The water, they bring him back. It was... Um, I watched a thing, a clip before. Um, it was Gordon Strachan. He was on ITV. He must have been a, a, a World Cup. Mm. Footage he was talking about football. He says football's got no morals. You know, if this was a kid, this was a youth player that was worth nothing, he'd be got down the road quick and you could say, See you later. So, yeah. but you know, there's there's, there's people who, who, who slap the wives, uh, kill people, uh, domestic violence, all kinds of stuff, and carried on playing football. And he, he went on about the football's got no morals. He's right because if, if he was, was wasn't, wasn't any good, we wouldn't be talking about him right now. So, it's all no. about playing they're testing the water by the looks of it. And you know, there's a lot of noise being made by certain celebrity fans. Mm. Uh I just think they should keep their mouth shut. I am um, like I don't know, I just think like for me, 
a lot of people who heard like saying stuff uh they act like they've never done anything wrong or like if they if people went through their phones and stuff there wouldn't be loads of shit on there which would make them look bad and i'm not excusing it or saying you know that he should go back to united because i don't necessarily think that they should bring him back that's my personal opinion however from a business and a football point of view I can understand why they're testing the water and why they might be tempted because if they can get him back to the level he was at, he's an elite footballer. However, if you look at it from a purely football point of view as well, I'm not sure he'll ever be able to get back to where he was, mate. He's had nearly two years out and it's a long time. Never mind the mental effects of what he's, you know, what has been his life for the last sort of two years, but also then the abuse he's going to take. Like, I'm just not sure if he'll ever physically and mentally be what they want him to be anyway. He's got to mentally prepare himself for that, obviously. But uh, getting back to, to where he was, mate, he was uh, he's a special kid, left foot, right foot. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against it. Sorry, my son's just dropped a comment in the chat. He's at his girlfriend's house. Hope you're behaving. Same what? It just says oi oi. Cheeky, cheeky, cheeky. Uh, Will's got a good point. He says Spurs could do a lot worse than signing Kiefer Moore because Bournemouth are trying to offload him. Say I that think that's, Spurs could do a lot worse than signing Kiefer Moore. <laughs> Kiefer Moore up front with the Son, Kubaleski, Madison playing off him. I don't think that's the worst idea. There's better players out there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But don't be disrespectful to Kiefer Moore, but he's not a football player. What is a Tottenham football player, though, mate? Come on, like um, Berbatov, a Jermaine Defoe, yeah, but that's uh, the Robert past. Keane, Come on, Darren Bent, um, or Darren good, Bent, or good goal scorers. Yeah, he was a good goal scorer. He scored twenty goals a season in Premier League. But if you take Harry Kane out of it, who like who have they had in the last ten years? Well, that's the problem. They've relied on Harry Kane far too long. Yeah, true. Yeah. No, they try and bring Gareth Bale in. That that, that didn't solve the issue. They, they, they should have strengthened when they were, when they got beat in the Champions League final and they didn't. And it got stale. And then the manager gets sacked and, and the house crumbles and, and they've got a reset. And this is where they're at. After multiple resets, Jose Mourinho, Antonio, Antonio Conte. <laughs> now, now this kid uh, from Scotland, Scotland League, so... It's going to be tough for him. Yeah, you look at all those managers they've had, mate. Like, top, top <laughs> managers, you know. It's mental, no. like. No. Top, top medicine. Well, here you are. Here's a headline. Uh, Johnny Evans, close to Manchester United deal that would see Harry Maguire drop to fifth choice. But actually, he's sixth choice because Luke Shaw's ahead of him as well. And this is what I will never understand why he has tanked that West Ham deal. Um. What about the teams that come up this year, mate? Who, uh, anyone kind of, you've changed your opinion on maybe them staying up? And no, no. They all looked pretty Luton bad. Got battered. Sheffield United got beat and they're getting beat now. I was surprised to see Villa lose so heavily to Newcastle, i got to be honest. Uh, Newcastle looked good. Looked really, really good. I mean, like, from as if the, the season didn't end and they're just carrying on. 
Uh, they just hit looked like they're hitting the ground running. Be interesting to see them weekend because City are playing in midweek as well. So, and if they they get out of them early, it'd be a tough game for City. But um, yeah, it was just a, it was just a tough game for them. That um, that Tonali looks. He's such a good player. Like I knew yeah. he was good. Anyway, but, but... He's back as well. Looks decent as well. Yeah. Yeah, they got a few. They got a, some. I wonder, man. I paid sixty million quid for it. I've never heard of this kid, but every time I've seen him, he's impressed me. Mobile, quick, skillful, big lad can hold it up. Pays you know, gets goals as well. So he's in the FPL Get this. In the FPL team, I left him on the bench, and he <clears> scored thirteen points. Yeah, nightmare. Oh, just my, just my luck. See, just like Newcastle, you started like last year. Just as if the yeah. season hadn't finished. Just terrible. Just poor decision making. Uh, when I'm in the NFL fantasy league, I'm always making the playoffs. Like last year, I got to the to the semi-finals, but two years before, I've always got to play to the Super Bowl. One one mm. lost one, so I do well on that. It's just this fantasy. Just, just can't buy a break. One day you'll have to um, you'll have to teach me the rules about NFL. Because I like watching it. I just don't know what the hell's going on with it. But uh, there we go. <laughs> Cardiff City made two signings this morning. Um, nice. They've signed a uh, Greek international defensive midfielder, Manolas Siopos, uh, from Transon Sport. And uh, they've also signed Arsenal's reserve uh, Iceland goalkeeper, Alex Runnison, on a season-long loan. The thing I don't get about the goalkeeper one is... There was a list which came out earlier of goalkeepers who are likely to be put up for free transfer before the September before the window closes, and on that list was Wayne Hennessy, Simon Moore, Danny Ward, um, and a you know a couple of others who would go into the championship as top keepers. And I was thinking, Ward, I wouldn't mind a couple of them, and they've gone and got this Arsenal keeper on loan. Like he might be fantastic, but. I don't know. They need a keeper though, because one of them's injured. But um Championship mate looks just the same as always. Just what just it's just mayhem and just teams beating teams all over the place. Middlesbrough lost two and two, bottom of the league. I haven't yeah. uh, didn't even know if they've scored a goal, mate. But it, the bottom three or bottom four, but all of all four teams have lost two. Play to Sunderland, Sheffield Wednesday, Huddersfield, and Middlesbrough. Some big, big clubs there, isn't it? Yeah, but they were all they were all late bloomers, though, weren't they? Like um, yeah. going over on a late surge. But uh, yeah, it's a difficult league. That difficult league. Yeah. With him doing them so well last year, that he seemed going there, knowing they have to be right on it. If they don't, they're going to get beat. So. And they are on it. So Millwall got a good result away at one 0 away. <coughs> Excuse me. And then Coventry got a good great result. Coventry had a good season last season also, and just getting beaten in the playoff final. Don't it? So um yes. Relentless that league, relentless, as you know. Yeah, it's brutal, mate. It's um Ipswich obviously got promoted last year and they've taken that momentum and they've you know they topped the league at the moment. But Historically, over the last, certainly in recent times, teams which have got promoted from League One have then done very well the following season. And in some cases, they've carried on and done well after that. 
in the championship almost like you know the momentum from league one has taken them through um so i'll be interested if ipswich can sustain that they're unbeaten at the moment 100 record the um leicester i think are going to be the team to beat like overall because they've, yeah, they've leicester and southampton look good as well yeah leicester have re- replaced the players they lost really really well um which is no you know it's difficult when you're losing like madison and, and people like this they've kept older vardy i think jamie vardy will score goals in the in the championship i don't think that's you know i don't think that's a wild thing to say that yeah. if he you know if he stays fit he'll score goals um so it'll be it's going to be such a, an interesting league again like and it's one of the reasons why i enjoy it so much because it's so unpredictable and it's just like you say relentless is the perfect description and that it's just saturday wednesday saturday wednesday physical technically good and it's just the teams which have got the squads to deal with it. What do we think about Arsenal, mate? So far, one hundred, you know, obviously one game in, one uh, one victory. Were you impressed with them against Forest? Um, no, not really. You know, home at home to Forest, score early on. You expect them to to go away and win comfortably. It wasn't really that comfortable. They only won two one, so. Um, and they were hanging on a bit at the end as well. Yeah, exactly. So no, it's going to be difficult for them this year. People will laugh at me when I say that, but it's going to be difficult for them. I think so. Um, I agree with you, mate. I just look, they did look for that. I think in the first half hour, 40 minutes of the game, I did think, you know, I thought they looked pretty good. But yeah, by the end of the game, they were kind of, you know, hanging on a little bit. You've got to learn from the state. You've got to finish these teams off because you, you keep these Premier League teams about, and they've all got quality score goals. Yeah, like you look at. I tell you, I thought looked good for Forest was um, what's his head who signed from United? Uh, Alanga. Yes, I thought he looked really good, mate. I thought he, yeah. uh, he good signs, good signing, good energy, quick, always getting chances, always creating chances. So he'll be good signing for him then. He's on the bench now. I put him in my FBL team. He's on the bench. Oh, he's in mine as well. He, um, but yeah, I think he got an assist as well, didn't he? I'm um, thinking yeah, about so it. Hopefully, hopefully, he comes on and does the same again. Does some, does some bits, yeah. The, um, do you know who I'd like Cardiff to sign, actually? Thinking about just reminding me of something. Is um, Axel Tunzebi on a free? Okay. If Where's they could make... Play? Yeah. Because we needed... We, I think we need a defender... Especially that this new manager seems to want to play out from the back. Is I mean, he released by United now? Him, yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah. in a free. Yeah. yeah, we've got time. That Ramsey, a few others you've got brought in. It's a good window. I think because um, they've signed a defensive midfielder now. I think they need a striker and a defender really. To, I think to say like right. And another can... midfielder to play the other twenty-five games. Ramsey misses. Well, no, I think by the look. Or certainly by the you know the way the season started, I'd say that uh, what's his head's going to do that? Uh, Ruben Corwell. I hope he does because that means if he plays those other games, that means that he is living up or tr- certainly attempting to live up to the potential which everyone says he's you know he's going to be the next big thing. He's going to be the next Aaron Ramsey. He's going to be the next Welsh sensation. Blah blah blah. But he's got to do it. It's a big season for him this year because. Last year he didn't play very much, and he kind of played five minutes here and there. 
So Ruben Corwell's got to step up because we all know Ramsey ain't playing 47 games this year. Yeah. So so when Ramsey doesn't play, Ruben Corwell's got to come in. And he played in the um the League Cup the other day or the EFL Cup the other day, um, when they obviously rotated and he got a goal and a, an assist and he looked really good. So he's got to take that on though into the league and the big games, isn't it? And not you know, not get in the EFL Cup, he's got to do it in the in the big games. Yeah. Will makes a good point here. He says um Arsenal compared to the other teams, like the other big teams, have got a really decent start to their fixtures. And I think that's the thing, is that the having a good start is gonna be big for Arsenal, United, Liverpool in how they that's that's a good look at the draw that I remember like last year or the year before Arsenal have like Chelsea, City, Liverpool yeah. in the first three games. And they didn't win like the first five games. I don't think they won. That's it. They were bottom of the league, weren't they? Yeah. So you know, it sometimes you get a good luck. Sometimes you don't. So they got saying they played Forest. They got Palace away, Fulham at home. That's not, that's not easy. That Palace away. No, but then they play United at home at the start of September, and then they play Everton, Tottenham. So I don't know. Like I, I don't know if I agree with Will. Then they play Bournemouth and Man City. So actually, in their f- between now and the 8th of October, they play City, Tottenham, Everton, United, yeah. Fulham. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. Palace away. It's always a difficult one. Yeah. But if you're going to be, if Arsenal are going to be what their fans are going to say that or saying they should be this year, which is, you know, league challenges, they've got to beat Palace and Fulham and United and whoever, you know, they've got to be beating these teams at home. 100%. So it's mm. going to be interesting. Do you reckon there's any trance Newcastle are in the title race this year? If they keep the two centre-forwards fit, yeah. I agree with you to a certain extent. The only the only thing for me is, it, it, I think whoever it is, Arsenal, United, Newcastle, whoever, Chelsea, because I think Chelsea got a good chance if they can get a striker in. Um, but it all depends on City. If City, because last year City didn't start that well and they were a bit ropey until about sort of set, uh, end of October. November I don't think they've got that strength in depth now, though. Gundogan's a big player for them. They've yeah, lost, I thought he was a massive player for them. They've, they've lost... Um, <clears throat> who's the other Reiner. one? Zinger. No, they've lost Reiner, but who's the other one outside? The, the uh, Mares. Mares. They've lost Mares as well. So... You know, this Cole Palmer's come in, but he looks like he wants to play more minutes. So if you don't get that, it looks like he's off. An old stubborn Withenshaw kid. So um, and he's done well. He's had a good start. He scored in the charity shield. And he scored again at the Super Cup. So he's scoring goals. So maybe he should give it a chance because, you know, in, in inside the club, he, he's probably a better player than Rico, Will- Lewis, Rico Lewis. And Rico Lewis has, has had way more minutes than Cole, mm. Cole Palmer. So, um We'll they wouldn't see. want to lose him, would they? Because like you don't want to be losing those highly rated young. No, well, if you lose him and you get if you lose him, you get thirty five million quid from him. Thirty million quid from him, so it's a good return when you, you pay anything for him. But then, say they sold him to I don't know whoever Chelsea, I don't know whoever Arsenal for thirty million quid. It's yeah, all right, thirty million quid for an academy player who hasn't played that much. But if he goes and does bits for Arsenal and you know really takes them on. Is it a good yeah, decision? Yeah, they're like that kind of phase, yeah. So it's a, it's a difficult one, it, but it's 
the Kyle Walker to Bayern Munich thing seems to have died down, doesn't it? Since Pep was pitching, looks like Pep's got into him. You know, you're going to be vice captain or captain or whatever. So, yeah, yeah he's a big part of that. What big part for them? If they if they lost him, then yeah, I thought yeah. that would be a big problem if they'd lost him. Yeah, big problem because with his pace, he gets them out of a lot of trouble sometimes. De Bruyne is out for a while as well. I think I'm sure yeah. I read like three, four months. So yeah. it's not smooth sailing, but look, they've still got what Bernardo Silva and Ruben Diaz, and they've got all these players, mate. Jack you know, Grealish, yeah. Jack Grealish is a hundred million pound player, and we always Alvarez. forget about him. Yeah, Alvarez. So yeah, there's still there's still got a few bits. Just signed another kid from Croatia or centre half or wherever he's from. Vardial, yeah, he's good yeah. He is as well. Um, yeah, and they've signed they, they signed a the guy from Chelsea when I co Kovic, Kovacic. So, Kovic, yeah, I just don't like I do rate him, I think he's really good. He, he's not, he's not a Gundahan, no, he's not going to do the same. Like, the, no. Gundahan drove them on at the end of that season, at the end of last he's season, he scored a lot of goals in the season, and we scored in the you know, cup final first minute. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he scored in the Arsenal game as well, didn't he? Um, mm. Quite early on. Like, Thought he so. was a big part of how they played, you know? I don't see Kovac doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but obviously, you know, when you've got a striker who's likely to score... God dream, he, forgot about him, the best centre. 30 centre. and 40 goals a season, and then yeah, his backup yeah. would get in any Premier League team in the... In the yeah. Season thing, so so that so you know the spine is you know it's solid in it. You got you got the keeper, Ruben Diaz or John Stones, whatever, Rodri, and uh, Erling Haaland. That's solid. Yeah. yeah, and then you add in De Bruyne when he's fit, and yeah, it's uh it's it's interesting. Um, if anyone's got any questions, get them in. Will says um he doesn't think Newcastle squad is good enough to cope with Europe and the title challenge just yet. Sheffield I mean, United scored. Have they? There we go. Yeah, yeah I oh, suppose it goal as well. The thing with Newcastle will be is how they cope with the Champions League as well as the rest of the tour, the the games. But they have got a much bigger squad than last year, so and they've signed some top top players. So you know, it'll uh, be interesting to see how they do. I do rate Eddie Howe though. I think he's a good manager. Oh, yeah. Super All the players they've signed, I look at them and I think, God, they'll be good in his system or the way he plays. They seem to all fit, like that sort of thing. Same Um, kids from Chelsea today, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Highly rated kid. I think they've signed him on loan, but he's, they got an agreement to sign him. Yeah. 30 mil. Yeah. So. Everyone's spending Gordon money. Gordon looks, look, looks a good... Looks started well for him as well. Oh, before we do predictions, that's what I was going to ask you. What do you think... Do you remember um, me saying that the Saudi League would try and get a team in the Champions League? And uh, that's apparently what they're doing. They're trying to get... Um, so it'll be called a wild card. And uh, there'll be like a, a team from the Saudi League in the Champions League. It's all about the money, baby. You watched you watch Netflix, Johnny Football? I haven't, no. When he scored the try, you do that, do that, the money, the money sign. Mm. That's what UEFA like. Yeah, you can be a wild card. 
Do you know, one of the funniest comments I've seen on social media this week was some guy was saying, you know, this, they shouldn't be allowed to do, you know, the Saudi team shouldn't be in the Champions League, they shouldn't be able to join UEFA, is what he said. And um, this guy in the comments went, why are you gatekeeping UEFA, you racist? And he was like, but Saudi Arabia is not in Europe. It's not anything to do with, like, anything else. And it was just the the... The kind of like what's the word? The lack of knowledge of what UEFA is and stuff was wild. There, but it's gonna happen, mate. This they, they will be, by twenty twenty five. By the twenty twenty five season, there will be. But, mate, who cares? They're never gonna win it. Oh, I don't know, mate. The way they're signing these players, they could end up no. with all the best players by then. No, no, no. Come on. Um, right, yeah, mate. Let's do our weekend predictions for the Super Six. Some big games. Will Liverpool get a result against Bournemouth? Three nil. Field three one Liverpool. I've gone three nil for you. I'm assuming you mean three nil Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, Wolves at home to Brighton. Two one Brighton. I've gone two one Wolves. I have. I think I'm going to change that though to one all. Um, because I was quite impressed with Wolves. I got to say. Um, but it's different now. When they teams play United, they up their game. You've got to do it against the other teams as well. Um, At home, they've got to come out, leave spaces in behind. Brighton are decent. 2 1. Brighton, away win. I got one all. Uh, Spurs at home to Manchester United on Saturday evening. 3 1. Manchester United. Oof, confident. Uh, I've gone 2 1 to United. Uh, Man City at home to Newcastle. A massive game. 1 1. Oof, I got 4 2 to City. I think it's going to be goals galore. Uh, Aston Villa at home to Everton. 2-0. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I've got. 2-0 Villa. And then lastly, you West Ham. Uh? You copy mine. Yeah, of course. Cool. It's because you did so well last year. I thought I'd better yeah, copy you yeah. straight away. <laughs> um, West Ham at home to Chelsea, mate. What you got? West Ham at home to Chelsea. This is the big one. 2-0, Chelsea. I got 3-1, Chelsea. That's our Super 6 predictions. Make sure you do yours so you don't miss the week. And uh, if you're not involved in the Super 6, then get involved. Test your knowledge against Rodri, myself, and all the other people in it. Raise a bit of money for charity as well. That's the way to do it. Uh, and remember, you can become a member at patreon.com slash acepodcastnation to support the channel. £2 a month, price of a coffee, but it helps us out a lot. Keeps the lights on, as it were. What you got planned for the weekend, mate? Uh, Ethan's got a football game tomorrow. Uh, got to be there for 11 o'clock, 11.30 kickoff. Finish at half 12 and I get a go to Blackpool for my game. But three o'clock kickoff, and then get home after that and watch United, then chill out, watch the golf, and watch the UFC at night. And then Sunday, I'm getting up. I've got a charity game in Witten, so full on. Nice. Where Monday, is the UFC? Where... Golf, golf at the Marriott. Oh. Flying yeah. down to five. Down to you five. Are? Flying, isn't you? Yeah. Where's um? Where's the UFC this week? Is it in America? Bastard. Yeah, it's going to be... In Boston again. 
nice and late for us. You guys, how do you mean Sterling? Sugar, Ray, sugar, sugar, Shane. Who do you reckon is going to win that? And it's the two finalists from Ultimate Football, Ultimate Fighter. Like, oh, is it? Tomorrow as well. Yeah, interesting. You watched any of that Ultimate Fighter? I've watched little bits of it, not all of it. I haven't. Just yeah, well, they're on, they're on tomorrow night as well, so should be a good lineup. Uh, shout out as well to my man Oban Elliott, Welsh fighter from down the road. Uh, he's a top, top bloke as well. He's uh, fighting on Dana White's contender series on Tuesday for a UFC contract. So, um, best of luck to him. He's going to fly the that. flag. I yeah, I can't that. wait, mate. He's uh, Oban's ta- very talented fighter as well. He's got power in those hands, baby. So, hopefully, by this time next week, he'll be uh, safely signed up to the UFC. I hope. But uh, yeah, good stuff, mate. Um, who else is playing in that charity game then? Anyone? Uh, anyone good? Oh, um, just usual. Some from Emmerdale, some from Hollyoaks, some from Connery Street. Um, who else? Yeah, that's it. Uh, so you're the main attraction then. Correct. Top man. I expect a full report next week. Yeah, yeah. No, no sending, no sending off. No, no it's going to be, no, no gonna be a, assists glore as he sprays it's it around. Yeah, it's not happening. So I usually play golf on a Sunday. So we may just put give me a tea time at half one. We're kicking off at two o'clock, so can't make it. So Gosh, I, always, I always do it now with gritted teeth because I'd rather be playing golf, but can't let the gaffer down. So plus we've got a beaver trip coming away. So yeah. priorities, mate, isn't it? Priorities. Nice one. We'll be back. We'll be back on Thursday next week. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Top Simon man. messed it up. Yeah, Simon messed it up. Yeah. That's what we'll say. Nice one, guys. Appreciate you as always. Uh, make sure you leave a like and a comment, and we'll see you next week. Go on. Sports Social Podcast Network.